where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to go back to the roots of The Awakened Man when it used to be Holistic Health News and talk about your health. And in particular, it's not doing well. So I'm going to glean off the Wall Street Journal. I do subscribe to this newspaper. I actually still read it in tactile form. U.S. life expectancy fell by 1.5 years in 2020, the biggest decline in generations. COVID-19, drug overdoses, and homicides drove longevity down. Hispanic men like me suffered largest decline. No mames way. Come on, man. No way way. Life expectancy in the U.S. fell by 1.5 years in 2020, the biggest decline since World War II. And the funny thing is that they'll talk about it here that it's not all COVID. Provisional data released Wednesday by the CDC showed that American life expectancy dropped to 77.3 years in 2020, roughly the same level as in 2003, erasing years of hard-won gains in the nation's public health. It was the single largest decline since 1943. When we were in WW2. Oh, my tea's perfect right now. Good, good matcha. Senior demographer at the CDC, Elizabeth, blah, blah, blah. Quote, I myself had never seen a change this big except in the history books. Close quote. Life expectancy won't recover to pre-pandemic levels in 2021, says Dr. Blah, blah, blah. And could decline again if new COVID-19 variant emerges that vaccines don't forget to guy. Fear, fear. Goldstein, 1984. Fear, fear. Life expectancy is a measure of a nation's well-being and prosperity based on mortality in a given year. Declines or stagnation and longevity can signal catastrophic events or deep problems in society. Life expectancy fell in the U.S. by 11.8 years in 1918 due to World War I and the flu pandemic. Many victims were young. COVID-19 was the underlying or contributing cause of 385,000 deaths, according to the CDC, making the disease the nation's third leading cause of disease in 2020. The third not the first, people, the third. And like we've talked about before, you could get bit by a shark. If you have COVID, you died from COVID. Third, we have an old episode here. I mean, you're going to have to go to Naturopathic Earth to find it, where we go through the top 10 leading deaths, killers in America. Like what, what causes the, the top 10 deaths? Almost all of them are lifestyle choices, and we'll talk about this at the end. More deaths from homicides, diabetes, and chronic liver disease, which is related to heavy alcohol use, again, lifestyle, also contributed to last year's life expectancy drops at the CDC. Pandemic lockdowns led people not to go see their doctors. That contributed as well. 
heavy drinking, abuse. We talked about that, higher rate of physical abuse. You know, just there, there was a lot of, you know, teenage suicides, you know, all these things that were kind of the blowback ancillary effects of lockdown that the powers that be thought about or didn't think about, but they still did. Life expectancy would have fallen even more if not for decreases in mortality due to cancer, chronic respiratory diseases such as bronchitis and other factors. Well, that's good. Let's look at the silver lining. Decreases in cancer, that's good. One in two men will get cancer in their lifetime and one in three women. Yeah, that's largely due to lifestyle choices too, despite what they tell you. We have an episode on that. You want to you get cancer? High sugar diet. Expose yourself to hormone disruptors. The declines were largest for Hispanics and blacks, who as a population group were disproportionately affected by the pandemic. The largest drop for any cohort was 3.7 years for Hispanic men, bringing their life expectancy to 75.3. So, hey, my people weren't too bad. I was 79 before that, 79 years of age. Not too bad. U.S. longevity has been largely stagnant since 2010, even declining in three of those years due to parts to an increase in deaths from drug overdoses, rising death rates from heart disease for middle-aged Americans. Yeah, lifestyle choices. Lifestyle choices. Drug overdose rose nearly 30% last year, driven by the proliferation of deadly synthetic opioid fentanyl, as well as stress isolation, reduced access to treatment during the pandemic. I mean, you have places like in, in San Francisco, that allow the, the the vagrant drug-addled people to stay at hotels. They just give them free hotels, and they allow them to bring up their drug paraphernalia to do drugs. So it's just there's also an app for San Francisco where you can trace where all the the, the piles of feces are on the sidewalks. That poor city. What has happened to it? It's so sad. It is truly sad. Hispanic people in the U.S. have traditionally demonstrated an advantage in longevity. Because ah, we pray to Jesus, way. That gap shrank last year's life expectancy from that part of the population dropped three years. COVID-19 was responsible for 90% of that decline. No, no, it's bueno. The mortality crap, the mortality crap, the mortality gap that had been narrowing between white and black populations widened as life expectancy for black people dropped 2.9 years to 71, the lowest since 2000. 71. Drug overdoses, homicide, and heart disease were among other contributing factors. Almost nine years less than the white people. Heart disease remains the nation's leading killer, and the pandemic also kept many people with life-threatening symptoms from coming to the hospitals. Yeah. All right, heart disease. Okay, so look, what, what's the takeaway here? I mean, are we going to rebound? We'll probably rebound, even though, you know, there'll be wave after wave of COVID fear. Like COVID's going to be around just like influenza. Just deal with it. Just It's going to be around. If you're high risk, you know, how many people died from the flu? 60,000 on a given year? I mean, it's just eventually COVID is going to end up being like the flu. It's just going to be around. Certain people are going to get it. You're going to get it and have no symptoms. Other people get it. Maybe they'll be hospitalized. If anything, this is a wake-up call. But you never see this. And I've talked about this in the other episodes I've done over COVID the last year. You never see it. Even Joe Rogan talked about this. What is the strategy for COVID? What was it in 2020? Hide in your house. That's it. That's pretty much the strategy. It wasn't, let's biohack your immune system. Let's get you strong and healthy. Let's take high doses of iron. 
Vitamin D. We have that episode on vitamin D and COVID. All right? Vitamin C. Let's get you strong and healthy. So if you are exposed to it, you're more likely to be able to combat it effectively. We never heard that. And also, I mean, there's a fine balance between accountability and shame, but maybe this is a wake-up call to all of you guys who are drinking Bud every day or tequila or going to McDonald's. We have that early episode, 50% of American men go to fast food every day. So there is a Pied Piper. There is the, the Grim Reaper. If we treat our bodies like crap, it's going to catch up to us. But we can't talk about this because this is the body positive movement. I'm fat and 50 pounds overweight. Oh, you have to accept me for who I am. And you have to love me for who I am. Oh, you're not attracted to me? Oh, I'm, you're, you're canceled. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sick the cancel culture on you. But isn't true love, and we talk about this over at Confessions of an Obi's Child, isn't true love telling them, hey, you know what? You being overweight is going to lower your life expectancy by 20 years. We love you. We want you to get help. You need to lose weight instead of enabling the vice. We would never tell a heroin addict, keep doing your heroin. Well, no, in San Francisco official would, but keep doing your heroin. No, we say you got to get help. We love you. This is a sign of love is that we're trying to help you. But you don't hear that. So it's the same thing here. Of course, am I happy that these people died of COVID? Of course not. But it should be a reminder. Look, if you're overweight, if you have diabetes, clean up your health. I know it's hard. They put additives in the food that make it addictive. They try to reach the bliss point of the perfect balance of fat, sugar, and salt to make all those processed foods addictive. But at the same time, we have to be accountable. I talk about this at Confessions. We have to be accountable for what we put in our mouth. We all came with childhood trauma. Some people overcome it. Some people have the victim mentality, like we talked about in the loser episode not that long ago, and don't. You know what you need to do to get healthy. I know what I need to do to get healthy. Let's just do it. We know we shouldn't be drinking juices and sodas and empty calories and eating too many sweets. We know this. We should be avoiding most of the middle aisle foods because it's full of MSGs, food dyes, preservatives, and aspartame and alike, and just empty calories that, that turn into fat. We know we should move the body, shake the body. We know that we need to eat foods that are found in nature, ideally. We need to eat foods that aren't super laden with herbicides and pesticides, like you know, Roundup, Clean 15. We, we, we know these things, so we just have to implement it. Sleep well. Don't stay up late watching Netflix. Sleep well. Exercise. Clean up your diet. Because most of the killers of America are lifestyle choices. Smoking, class 1 carcinogen. Alcohol, class 1 carcinogen. Heart attacks, strokes, most of those things, the cardiovascular stuff is linked to what? Lifestyle choices. So whenever I get cancer, I can't blame anybody. I'd be like, bro, you abused your body for 25 years, binge eating and the like. I only have myself to blame. But the other people, oh, I don't know, I hate God. God didn't do this. It's you drinking three six-packs a day and you get cirrhosis at 34 and then no hospital wants to give you a new liver because you're an alcoholic. We have to be accountable. We reap what we sow. 
So what's the takeaway here, guys? Life expectancy is going to jump up. Blacks and Hispanics, it's a little lower. Black community, they eat the, the, the most fried food out of anybody. We know fried food has tons of trans fats. So maybe try to lay off the fried food. I know it's endemic to the culture. The left will tell you that the, the blacks and Hispanics die younger because they have less access to hospitals. We all have access to hospitals. And the, and the hidden lie is hospitals don't expect you to pay your bills. You don't have to pay your bills. So this idea that a hospital is going to turn you away, hospitals don't turn people away. They can't. They cannot turn people away. Now, is it wrong for them to expect to get treated and paid for the services rendered? No. Is it right that a lot of hospitals will charge you $500 for aspirin? No, of course not. But everyone, you know, it's normal to expect to get paid for services rendered. But everybody knows, you know, your medical bill, you don't have to pay. So it's no excuse. So we have to be accountable. If you drink too much alcohol, stop drinking. If you're an alcoholic, get treatment. If you eat too much fried food, stop doing it. If you drink too many sodas and you're getting fat, well, who do you have to blame? Who do I have to blame when I got fat when I was very young? Yeah, I could blame the fact I got no nurturance from my parents. Ultimately, they didn't get fat because of it. I did. So what's the point of blaming them or blaming anybody for your problems? You're still in the same problem. Fix it. Stop having a victim mentality and go to a survivor and then a thriver mentality. That's your only option. If not, you're just going to be some incel who's complaining about the world. Go to the episode, 14 Signs You're a Loser. Just complaining about everything. Take accountability. You know what your deficiencies are in your life. Try to fix it. That's what MGTOW is all about, optimizing your life. If you're broke, try to find ways to make money. If you're drug-addled, Figure out a way to not to be drug-addled. If you're a simp and have major relationship thirst, purge the relationship thirst. Work on it. Stop being a whiner. And when it comes to your diet, we all know what we need to do. So let's turn around our life expectancy and get it higher. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. There's two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal. If you appreciate my content, just donate five, ten dollars up to fray the cost of doing this enterprise since I don't make any money from it. Also, there's a link to Naturopathic Earth, the website. I think it might be down, to be honest, but you can click on it. I think it's It's been having some glitchy things going on with it. But over there, you can watch, or you can listen to, I should say, all the podcasts from all three feeds, and there's tons of recipes that are connected to eating well. They're going to be gluten-free, uh, keto kind of inspired recipes, and there's tons of holistic articles as well. If you appreciate my content, the easiest thing you can do is post an honest review. If you have an Apple product, subscribe to The Awakened Man, to The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and to Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.